When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venable. He's Bo Brock, PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. And here we are, Bo. We're about six weeks away from the start of training camp. We got good vibes. Team was looking good during mini camp. And then our friends, or maybe our foes at Pro Football Focus, <laughs> came to rain on the parade of these co-hosts with a uh, certain set of rankings on positions, Bo, that frankly I thought the Cardinals were strong at, at least strong for this team, and yet PFF, Bo, they think otherwise. Yeah, a couple of the topics today, uh, Cardinals fans, you're going to need to have a little bit of alligator skin because Mm. we're going to see this a lot. All the way up until the other side of this rebuild, there's going to be you know, very uh, unappealing articles, you know, content created about the Arizona Cardinals. So uh, this is one of them. This is actually two of them that we'll get into, but pro football focused starting to release their positional rankings, and the Arizona Cardinals are ranked 31st with running backs, 28th with wide receivers, and then again, 31st for offensive line. Man. Uh, which, you know, I, I actually, if I were to look at these three groups, I would actually think that these are one, three of their – stronger groups on on their team so uh i know we're going to get deeper and deeper into this conversation but i I was kind of surprised to see now when i read the especially the breakdown of the offensive line this is what i'll say uh i just don't think that the whoever wrote the piece is truly informed as far as the arizona cardinals offensive line its personnel uh and and what really what it projects out to be in 2023 yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, and again, I'm like, we'll be frank and objective on the show. I think the Cardinals defensive line is the worst defensive line in the NFL and is amongst the top five to 10 worst position groups in the NFL. Not just it's bad for D lines. I think it's just bad in general. And be just be they haven't had an opportunity to upgrade it, at least this regime. So I, I can take that. I, I'm a big boy. But when you look at the offensive line in particular, Bo, like they go four tackles deep. All capable, assuming Paris Johnson Jr. is not an unmitigated disaster embarrassment, which mm-hmm. nobody thinks he will be. <clears throat> Kelvin Beecham on their own website and DJ Humphreys both rated out last year as, as above average players, right? They're yeah. not even average. They're above average players. So if you pencil them in to start and then you pepper in according to them, because they probably think Paris is going to play guard, and then you've got Josh Jones, 
I get it. Like they don't the Yelda Froldholt, I saw on the ranking is the lowest starting center that's not a rookie. Okay. So that brings the the ratio down. And yeah. you know, probably Will Hernandez, although Will Hernandez was kind of a darling free agent sleeper for them. So it's like uh, the Cardinals, I think, have a top 20 offensive line. I think they're uh, honestly better coach right now than they were last year with Cliff Kingsbury and Sean Kugler <laughs> and everything that, that went on there. But yeah. I, I just think they they go too deep at almost every position. That's why we talked about maybe bringing in the ex-commanders starting center. They don't mess around the offensive line. I think that's the biggest travesty. You want to bang on the running back group because you think James Conner's old and he gets hurt. I'm okay with that because you can flip a running back group on a dime and a running back group as much as I like it. I'm a 90s NFL baby. Uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't lead to championships. So I'm fine with that. The receiver group, I, I think, is being devalued because I, I, I think Hollywood Brown is a thousand yard receiver when he plays 17 games. And I think the combination of Rondell Moore, Greg Dorch, and Michael Wilson is at least competent. I think it's a competent group that you can pepper in some targets. Zach Pascal, I don't think that's an embarrassing group. I've seen embarrassing groups in the desert, and that's not one of them. I think they belong probably somewhere in the low to mid-20s at the, at yeah. the latest. But you you start talking about like they're, they're putting them in amongst the worst receiving cores in the league. Something tells me that's in part because they feel like, well, Kyler's not going to play, so this receiving core is really going to be bad. Well, that's not what the ranking yeah. should be. You, you have to be objective and say, even if Kyler Murray isn't there, like if we take these four or five receivers and we put them with Patrick Mahomes or whomever, they would be good. They would achieve, I, I think, quality statistics. So it's, they're just all over the place. Yeah, no, they are all over the place. And I think that they're they're focusing on teams that have higher aspirations and, and higher expectations in right. 2023. I mean, they're, they're doing deeper roster dives. Uh, on position groups, probably on teams that are going to be in the mix uh, for the playoff spots this upcoming season, and probably just then throwing wherever they feel like they can throw the Arizona Cardinals in it at the bottom of the list. Yeah. If there's no big names, no alluring names, they're just going to, you know, just file it away at the bottom and said that they included them as, as part of the 32 and really didn't do any true. Uh, homework on them, and it, it it lacks any kind of insight and foresight as far as what this group could project to be. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm really talking about the offensive line here, and I think also you can include the wide receiver group post DeAndre Hopkins in that conversation. That even without D Hop, I think you got some talented players. Now, you know, it also has to have some of those players when when you mention guys like Rondell Moore that are going to have to stay healthy. So, uh, definitely want to get deeper into this conversation. Let's welcome everybody in the chat right out of the gates. Gary Coker, thank you for the Father's Day wishes. Thank you, Gary, uh, big big thank you to you um, and all the dads in the room, included everybody here in the chat. Blaine asking if we've seen the new paint job on the Arizona Cardinals airplane. Haven't seen it yet. I know they were using it to uh, get to DC. Uh, for a philanthropic project that they were working on with local Arizona youths. Uh, TGIF, Happy Father's Day from Marcus. Uh, I got alligator skin he follows up with, but I'm still going to call Mike Florio a dork whenever I can. Absolutely. Anytime that we can uh, drag Mike Florio, we're, we're here for that. Agent 47, I hope Paris can be the new Trent Williams for us. That, look, that's, that's lofty expectations that I'm not – you know, ready to put on Paris Johnson's shoulders, but you know, can he be that franchise tackle that they envisions? Absolutely, uh, he he can definitely show signs of that. But you know, this is what they said, Johnny, as far as the breakdown 
for from PFF. So they have the Cardinals at 31, sandwiched between the Seahawks at 20 at 30, and mm-hmm. the Tennessee Titans at 32. Uh, Seahawks, uh, I don't know what they're doing. The fact that they couldn't produce, you know, maybe the Seahawks are a victim of of bad reporting, or uh, you know, I, I guess really uh, trying to figure out who the better offensive line groups are in the league. Yeah. The fact that they they couldn't get higher than 30 coming off of the year that they did last year and in, in the draft capital that they've invested in that position. But this is what they said uh, as they as the projected starting lineup is DJ Paris Johnson at left guard. I haven't seen him line up at left guard all all OTAs in minicamp. Yelda Frodohold at center. Will Hernandez at right guard, Calvin Beecham at right tackle. The Cardinals seem to have an entire offensive line build of left tackles with rookie Paris Johnson Jr. likely shoehorned in at guard and Josh Jones back riding the bench after a breakout 2022. With 44 penalties as a unit, the Cardinals finished last uh, season tied for the most penalized offensive line in the NFL. Now, let me say this. This is addition by subtraction. Billy Price is now signed with the New Orleans Saints tip of the cap to his agent uh because billy price i don't he's know not how an he, nfl player i don't he's know not an nfl gets, player i don't know how he gets job he was penalized 11 times he was he was a he was a quarter of the penal yeah. penalties for like the Cardinals half a season <laughs> offensive line yeah he didn't even play he didn't even play there the full time uh it, it was it was a, it was definitely like steve keim he did not have a fallback plan for rodney hudson uh one his retirement and two him not being available uh, to the center position and then just didn't exactly scour the free agent wire, just looked at the free agent wire and said, hey, you play center, you would fit in here to where right. Monty Austin Fort would definitely find somebody you know, more uh, well-versed to fit the scheme. He just brought in Billy Price, who had a you know first-round pedigree, fallen far from that grace, with you know, fallen out of favor with Cincinnati, had a year with the Giants, and then the Giants didn't welcome him back. And then he came to the desert and, and the struggles continued. Uh, he's gone. So I, I really just, and to say like, and this was a knock on the Cardinals calling uh, drafting Paris Johnson a luxury. I can't remember what publication did that, but it's like to say that they have it built it from left tackles. Four went out for sporting news. I yeah, sporting news. But built from left, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, left tackles are right. usually your best offensive linemen. So to say that they can't <laughs> kick one to the right side or kick them inside, uh, it's it's just, I, I think it's just a, a lazy take. It is. And then, like, what makes it worse is, like, I watched the Rams' offensive line last year. It was not better than the Cardinals' offensive line, even with how bad the Cardinals were. And then, like, to have, like, teams like the Bears 21st. I love our peeps at CHGO. But, I mean, they're going to be playing Darnell Wright, who's a rookie, who I I don't think is very comparable at all to Paris Johnson Jr. They've got, you know, a couple mid-tier players. But the Cardinals, I mean, DJ Humphreys, when he's healthy, is a plus left tackle. Uh, And then Kelvin Beecham will start every game. If We gave up as many many sacks as DJ Humphreys did last year. Yeah, zero. When he was held, uh, zero. I think that I think they look at Yelda Froldholt as a huge liability, and that brings the ratio down. If if you've got this kid as the worst center in the NFL, but that's not even because of production. That's just as an unknown. So you should treat Yelda Froldholt a little bit like a rookie. Like, hey, we don't know this guy hasn't played before. We're going to see what he looks like. I, the Cardinals' offensive line, to me, I think is going to be one of the best position groups that they have. I don't need PFF to tell me otherwise. Because I know Paris Johnson Jr. and the ceiling that he has and the floor, which I think is going to be 
solid to elite. And I think he's going to be elite in just a few short years. And then competition from these tackle spots. Josh Jones wants to hit the free agent market next spring. Don't let anybody fool you and get paid and, and wants to be able to put good tape out there in front of agents next March. We got to get on the field. You got to beat people out. DJ Humphreys wants one more big payday. And then, I, you know, Kelvin Beecham looks like a backup right now, but he can come in and at least be competent. The Cardinals have not had this kind of tackle depth in my, maybe my adult life. And I, I just, I feel like the interior offensive line, could it be better? Sure. They could upgrade it. They're looking at this kid from Washington. I, I say kid, 29-year-old solid center uh, yeah. in Chase. And then you've got Yelda Froldholt. You've got Ben Gaines. You've got Will Hernandez, who was one of, if not the best offensive linemen they had before he went down last year. Is it a flashy group with a bunch of pro bowlers a la Dallas a couple of years ago? No. But like the Cardinals in, in years prior, when they would be ranked last or dead to last or close to last for offensive line, it was like Levi Brown was was starting at left tackle. They were starting like date late day three picks out of you know necessity because the players they would add in free agency would get hurt or they would bust. Yeah. And Cardinals have a contingency plan in place. This is the most forward thinking they've been with this unit in some time. And like I I don't need PFF to to affirm that. I know that you know that everybody in the chat, sixty six people watching, know that following this team every day. But and I, I especially think like the numbers will be beneficial for this unit in large part. They're not going to throw the ball as much as other teams. So in de facto, they're not going to give up as many pressures, as many sacks. I think this offensive line, especially when you look at guys like Paris Johnson, Yelda Froldholt, and Will Will Hernandez, want to power people and block people downfield. They want to run block. Yeah. So I, I it's it's predictable. But I, I'll tell you, I, I am surprised to see them almost dead last just in front of Tennessee. That's pretty laughable. And, and it's weird to see, like, they're not nearly dead last at, at the running back position where they really have one proven commodity, and yeah. that's at the starting spot. Like, they were 31st. They ranked 31st on the offensive line. They were ranked 31st for wide receivers, correct? And then 28th yeah. for running back. Do, do I have that right? Can we see the graphic one more time? I apologize. Yeah, let's check out. But – uh, it was 28th. Oh, I'm sorry, 28th at receiver, and then 31st at running back. That that makes a little bit more sense. But it's like you got one guy. It's like PFF. The sample size on Keontae Ingram was was too small, and then you got Corey Clement behind that, who was a, a practice squad player for the Cardinals most of last season after his time in Philadelphia. It's like it's James Conner, and that's it. And like we know what James the deal is with James Conner. When healthy, he's a solid running back. Uh, thousand scrimmage yards between yeah. you know each of the last two seasons, and, and he's got eight total touchdowns. He's got twenty six total touchdowns over the last two seasons. He's a monster when healthy. Uh, so I I would think that they're if you take that in consideration, just the one guy should at least get you up a little bit further than that. You know what that is though? That's a like Cardinals running back group. Is it's not a sexy group. They don't have a rookie to tout. They don't have you know uh, what's the kid out of Auburn, Tank Bigsby. They don't have. Jameer Gibbs, right? They're not Atlanta taking a running back top six overall and B. John Robinson. That's fine. Like, cause it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I love the running back position. It was my favorite growing up. I had all the jerseys at LaDainian Tomlinson jersey. I had an Edger and James Cardinal jersey. I, I bought a Beanie Wells jersey right after the draft circa 2009. But the position is not irrelevant, but it's interchangeable. Yeah. I mean, like, and there are a ton of free. I mean, like, how would this list look different if they signed Kareem Hunt tomorrow? Or, right. I mean, if they paid for Dalvin Cook or somebody like that, like it, 
it's an you have an opportunity to upgrade this unit every single year. And the Niners are first because they have McCaffrey. It's got a couple quality backs that they've drafted, but th- this unit, the offensive line unit, to move up and to be highly thought of takes years of investing and hitting on guys over five positions. Running back, I mean, it's plug and play seemingly every six months. You could you could ship this out. What the Cardinals are doing with James Conner, and you guys know this in the chat, but I'll reiterate, they owe him $10 million. Mm-hmm. And they love what he brings to the team on and off the field. Is he part of their long-term plan? Probably not. They're not going to pay him past this year. What they're going to do is they're going to say, James, we're going to run you into the ground. You're going to set yourself up when we subsequently release you next, next spring to get a payday from somebody else. And we're going to go our separate ways because they're going to draft a running back. They tried to this year. The chips didn't fall in their direction in terms of guys being available. They used a bunch of top 30 draft visits on running backs. It's just, this is a, hey, James, we need you to take one for the team, but we're also going to showcase you. But people look at James Conner, it's like 900 yards, 1,100 yards potentially, and 8 to 10 touchdowns. That's not sexy to NFL writers, fantasy football enthusiasts, but it's going to help the Cardinals stay in and and win some games this year. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, they would – I'm sure they would entertain him coming back. I really hope that they draft a guy next offseason in 2024. Uh, but they might entertain him coming back at a way scaled back price. And well, let me, let me tell you what gonna, he's going to be making next year. Minimum. So, well, I mean, his cap hit next year. Right, is, right, right. Almost, it's 8.5 million. This right. Year, they're not, he's not playing at, he's not returning. The, the odds of that happening are, are close to zero. Him playing yeah, at that. If they, I, I hear, if they designate him as a as a post June first cut next year, they save five point five million and and they have three million dollars of dead cap, and it's not yeah. really even like a cap casualty. It's they should think like, can we upgrade over James Conner next spring? And they probably can. Yeah. They need to. He's going to be twenty nine in the, the following season. Agent forty seven. You never know. We might hit on the kid from uh, TCU, Emery uh, Dermacato. I mean, he was a guy that played some big snaps for for TCU down the stretch in their run to the college football playoff final. But, you know, he yeah. still wasn't the guy. I mean, it was Kendry Miller before his injury. And it was like, he, you know, if, if he can't beat out, you know, a, a guy on, a, on his roster at, in, in the Big 12, you know, is he going to beat out, you know, Keontae Ingram? And we'll see. I mean, can, can he be a guy that can – make plays for this team as is a down the depth chart running back. Can he make this roster that that's possible? But I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen too much from Dermacato. I'm not crushing the guy at all. Just haven't seen a whole lot of them on display uh, in, in up through mini camp. So we'll see if he can, if he's somebody that can uh, make a name for himself in training camp. Now the wide receiver to kind of bring this all home wide receiver, I guess was the highest ranked 28 post D hop Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, Greg Dortch, Michael Wilson, really not even thrown in when they when they broke down this list, which I thought was a bad omission because I think that he's going to play a, a part. Zach Pascal mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I mean, twenty eighth is 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 down the charts as well. Yeah, but here's the thing: is that this this publication, to your point, isn't taking Michael Wilson into account, and Michael Wilson could look up at the end of the year and be the number two receiver for this team. Uh, and that's okay. Like uh, the Cardinals are betting on young players and they're also vetting the prior regime's wideouts to see who's worth keeping, who's not. I mean, like, could it be the last year for Dorch, Hollywood and Rondell Moore? I, not likely, but it could. 
I think I'd say there's probably maybe a 30% chance they could all be gone next spring, right? Let's say Michael Wilson pops, Rondell Moore's hurt again. You know, Dorch is a year-to-year player. I'd love to see him stick around. And then Hollywood Brown is going to want a big contract. So yeah. I, I think it's, I think this group, very similar to what I, we've talked about for the offensive line, I think this competition is going to breed productivity out of this receiving core. I, I you know, Greg Dorch, you know, screams, uh, you know, overachiever, and that's why we love him. But it's like, hey, Rondell Moore, like you got an opportunity here. This is your last yeah. opportunity, at least for the Cardinals. And he said as much talking to us, Radio Roll during the Super Bowl. He's like, hey, I'm just doing everything I can to just, if it doesn't work out, I know I, I gave it my best in terms of keeping his body healthy. They're trying some new things this offseason. But like, you got to be able to play. You got to be able to be available. And, you know, as far as Hollywood Brown goes, I mentioned this before, he's said and done all the right things. He's at everything. He's with the coaching staff. He is clearly the unimpeded, you know, universal number one receiver on this roster. They're going to count on him. And if he comes through during the the dog days without K1 and the defense might be struggling and the run game's not there sometimes, and you look up and Hollywood Brown's having a nice year, they will reward him because he is one of the few proven commodities that they're going to trot out in early September. It's going to be like him and James Conner as the guys. We don't know if Ertz is healthy. They're mixing and matching some guys on the offensive line. It's Colt McCoy and his rag arm out the air. It's like, okay, Hollywood Brown and James Conner, let's yeah. see what you guys got. And I think Hollywood is is going to put himself in a position to, to get paid. And I hope that he does because I think his enthusiasm is contagious. I think he wants to be great. Um, he certainly looks like, and this is cliche to say, he's in the best you know physical stature of his career, physical shape. But, I mean, like, there's a reason, Bo, that yeah. we're talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. almost 365 days before next year's draft is. Like, if the Cardinals are picking top three next year, like, really good chance number 18's in Arizona Cardinals. You, you, have, to, uh, you have to look at this past offseason and realize what organizations are doing after right. just a flurry of moves the previous offseason, a lot of wide receiver movement. Like, organizations are viewing the wide receiver position as a premium position from here on forward. Like yeah. if you have a good one, they don't let them without, you know, out, out of their grasp, like Juju Smith Schuster, like his, like the days of him being a priority wide receiver. So what Hollywood Brown has to do this season is make himself undeniable. Like he has to put himself in the organization's eyes is we can't let him hit free agency because if we do, we're letting a premium player get out of our grasp and and that's going to be just another position that we're going to have to uh supplement and beyond you know what we feel like we have you know you'll have more under contract you'll have wilson under contract uh so hollywood brown is in a, in a position to where i think you know monty austin for obviously we're seeing him not you know jump at the chances of, of extending players at not premium positions and where is he going to when he's going to spend money, like an extension money and stuff? Where is he going to emphasize that? I think wide receiver, you'll see when pressed, he'll he'll probably pay guys at the wide receiver position because yeah. that's what people around the league are doing. They're not letting their top wide receivers become you know available for nothing. Yeah, uh, Jordan, depends on what they do with Murray, with Holly Brown, with Brown. If they move away from Murray, Brown's probably gone too. I don't know if I'd say that. I, listen. If Kyler Murray doesn't play this year or barely plays and he's hurt, it just does, let's just say it doesn't go well for K1 this year. And Hollywood Brown has like 1,300 yards. Like, I, I know they have a close relationship, they're buddies, but like, you just you keep your best players. And if the Cardinals, even with Hollywood's production, are in a position to draft Caleb Williams, like, 
Hollywood, this is a business. They know it's a business. I mean, you want to, of course, it's fun playing with your buddies, but I mean, like Hollywood Brown is a commodity. I know everybody complains that the Cardinals overpaid and maybe they did, but like if he produces, like he'll he'll either be wanted here or somewhere else. And like the Cardinals are going to have, we talked about it in Aussie and Bowl, like $100 million next spring. It's like, okay, we have $100 million and we have this receiver that just had a good year and we're going to let him go. Well, at the very least, you franchise tag him. You let him see if he can do it again. I don't know. I I think I don't think their relationship was overplayed because I think that's in part why Kime did it was to appease K one. Sure, which is kind of funny. I mean, it's, it's you put the best fifty three man out there, but um, but now I think it's just like if Hollywood Brown produces with a with a bird on the helmet for the Arizona Cardinals, he's gonna get paid. If the Cardinals, if they if he does everything right and they love him and he puts his speeding transgressions behind him and he's he's a leader in the locker room it doesn't matter what kyler murray does or doesn't but i i think there's a good chance both are here in 2024 that's my opinion if he has a like a mid-season uh i mean he could find him his way to the to free agency though for sure like if, if what's he, a mid-season like if he if he barely cracks a thousand if, yeah. if he's not if, if he's like around you know a handful Kirk of touchdowns if if he's if he's in like the Jacoby if he if he shows to be in the Jacoby Myers, uh, Juju Smith Schuster tier of wide receivers, those yeah. those aren't priority. But then to Agent Forty Seven's question, this is a bit rhetorical to me because even if you have like Devontae Adams and AJ Brown on your roster, I still think you draft MJ MHJ as far as Marvin Harrison Jr. They have no one we, on the roster that would block him. I mean, no one, no one. He, he's going. He's a generational type. Guys, talent. have you like, seen his tape? Come on, yeah. You need to tweet sure. out more tape, in my opinion. I try to, I try to t- tweet out Michael, or Michael Irving, Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, videos as much as I can, just to yeah. raise. I feel like we need to raise awareness here. Um, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm, ra- we're raising awareness uh, on our friends at BetMGM, the Three Ball Challenge. Not sure if you guys have, have heard about this. It's super exciting. This is the stuff that golfers' dreams are made of. You and three guests could be teeing off at one of the most legendary courses courses golf courses if you top the ranks of the pga three ball challenge here's the deal take your swing at this free-to-play challenge by revealing your roster of golfers for each week's tournament the players with the best performing golfers will snag awesome weekly prizes and this is the big kicker also be entered for a shot to win the end of the season grand prize of foursome at the tpc sawgrass plus you get three grand in withdrawable bonus dollars to use on travel accommodations, food, beverages, whatever you want, be the ball and play for keeps with the king of sportsbooks, our friends, our partners at BetMGM, where we're going to be every single football Sunday this fall, the BetMGM Sportsbook on the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium. And in the meantime, log into your BetMGM Sports app and uh, check out the entry period within the promotional uh, description in the terms and condition. All you got to do is go to the promo tab on BetMGM Sports and then access the 2023 BetMGM Three Ball Challenge. You get three spins to lock in your roster, but one entry per customer is permitted. If you haven't signed up yet, what are you waiting for? Use that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona folks, you're going to get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, use that sweet, sweet bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to our guy Shane Diefenbach talk about it in the disclaimer. 
To claim our 21 plus to wager, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Uh, I got excited at a buddy who lives out of state reach out to me making plans in October. He said, are you going to be around uh, the weekend of October, I think, 2nd? And I said, yeah, of course I'm going to be. It's football season. I'm like, I can't go anywhere. But uh, the Arizona Cardinals are on the road that weekend taking yep. on the 49ers. And I'm like, well, I'm working Sunday, but work for us is we're going to be out at the BetMGM Sportsbook. It's an away game. We're going to just be watching NFL Sunday at the Sportsbook, gambling, eating, drinking. It's going to be a fantastic time. So come out. Let's just do it. Let's make a day of it. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. It got me even more excited for the upcoming football season. I'm looking forward to this weekend, Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody in the chat. If you're looking for a spot to impress that, look no further than Four Peaks. Of course, what they got going on. In Tempe, on 8th Street, they already released their specials. They got a brunch going on, biscuits and gravy. Dad, you're going to get some points with Dad if you lead him to some biscuits and gravy. Got the steak and eggs. Can't go wrong there. Steak and taters all day. Pork chops and applesauce and that classic old-fashioned Four Peaks isn't about beer. They don't. They don't just stop at beer. I mean, they even take their beer and they barrel age it like it's a whiskey, like it's a fine, just uh, smooth whiskey or bourbon. Uh, check out the bur- barrel aged uh, collection that they got going on there. Check out everything that Four Peaks has going on. You know their their flagship kilt lifter. You know about the Wow Wheat. Find out more about their great beers on tap there and enjoy their incredible menu. Uh, if you can't make it out to the location, go find some Four Peaks at your local Circle K. It's basically everywhere uh, you can find beer. You can find a sixer or a twelver of Four Peaks beer. Got to be twenty one years old, and of course, enjoy it responsibly. Uh, we enjoy Four Peaks uh, very responsibly as we're hanging out with our friends at Four Peaks and this fall at BetMGM. Uh, and, you know, they they treat us well, uh, as do our, our many, many partners. Um, is DeAndre Hopkins being treated well during his so-called free agency tour? You be the judge. Uh, so the Tennessee Titans, before he we went to New England, hosted uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and we kind of poked fun at it. And DeHop, you know, liked the tweet, and we were poking fun at it. Uh, but nonetheless, D-Hop, Bo Brock, you pointed this out because this came on Pat McAfee, I guess, flew not private um, to Tennessee. Uh, he took an airline I'm very familiar with. Yeah, it's like the uh, – remember old People magazine? It's like celebs are just like us, and they show them like shopping or walking yeah. their dog. It's like DeAndre Hopkins, you know, big-time athlete celebrity – He's just like us because, according to Mike Lombardi, he flies Southwest Airlines. Yeah, I, th- I believe we have uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, there he is. He's uh, he, he he got an aisle seat, so good for him. Nice. Reading a newspaper and, and he's getting his seat kicked by a child. And that, but apparently the the, uh, the the trip, the recruiting tour that we called one of the saddest recruiting tours we've ever seen, and and D Hop liked that tweet. It, it it's not so bad because. Afterwards, when he got to Nashville and he got to take in the country music festival that was going on and, and got to meet, you know, Titans players in front office brass, it went really well. Tennessee did a tremendous job, but they flew him out southwest. They couldn't even get him when when. uh Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't even get him an assigned seat. 
Tennessee, who, according to PFF, has the worst offensive line. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe starting. Worst uh, offensive line. Worst wide receivers, too, right? Let me tell you something. How, can you get on board with the following? The worst offensive line, Will Levis. And you got to, you know, take in Southwest when we take you on your visit. But they're saving up all their funds, right? They're cheapening out everything. It's like that. It's like that one meme where that person's got a sports car underneath their like their little box trailer, right? That's yeah. the D hop to Tennessee, the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. Whereas at least the Cardinals are they're gutting this house. They got the bulldozer out, right? And they're taking their lumps to rebuild, you know, a nice, you know, four-bed house that's you know on the on the lake and everybody wants it. It's on country club lane or whatever. This this is sad. It's this is a team. It's it's worse for Tennessee, I think, because I I'm with you. This is Julio Jones 2.0. Because what what's the incentive for D Hop if he signs with them? They had AJ like, Brown back then. You say, oh, there's right. that one two punch, you know, combo in the receiving right. core, and you're like, okay, I can see it. You know, and Julio Jones was coming off a, a decent year, I think, injury plagued, and you know he, he fell apart obviously after 30. And, th and that's one of the red flags as far as DeAndre Hopkins across the league. But I, I'm going to do a reenactment here. Like if I'm on my phone and I'm I'm the general man. I'm Rand Carthon and I'm calling DeAndre Hopkins. Hey, Rand. Hop, excited to have you. Can't wait to see you. We're going to get you out to Nash Vegas. You're going to take in all the scenes. You're going to take in all the like the music community is unbelievable. You got live music uh, down in an, an entire street. You're you're not you're gonna love it. You're gonna love the sights, the sounds. You're gonna love our state, our stadium. It's unbelievable. Derrick Henry, we're gonna have him waiting there for open arms. All right, perfect. Uh, yeah, let me just give you your confirmation code for your flight with Southwest. Hello, D Hop, are you there? I think I lost you because that's how it should have gone. There, there's nothing. There's no in between. How does it? How does a, a number one wide receiver in the NFL get? On a recruiting troop. It's like uh, that team from Four Christmases. We're going to put you up at the Radisson across the street. Four oh, you uh, Southwest Airlines? You think you can get me a, a seat at Sizzler tonight, uh, Tennessee? Can we get front? You know, can we get front row tickets to the Flash at AMC Theaters for for DeAndre Hopkins? <laughs> no, not a private showing. You got to watch it with me and my kid. Uh, it's sad. It's sad because I think D Hop thought his market would be substantially different. He's since taken a visit with New England. And everything that we had heard, like New England's making a push to sign him. Well, yeah, all these teams would, I think. There's, like, there's no effing the way Robert Kraft flew DeAndre Hopkins out Southwest. There's no chance. Well, yeah. I, do what they, kind of Mickey Mouse operation flies a player that they're interested in? Look at the team we're, we cover, though. My they man. have they're, a plane, could, at least. Yeah. I would trade the Cardinals private jet for quality facilities though. Matt, like they're the one of two teams that have a plane. New England has a plane, I think, don't they? They're the other team. That New England. Yeah. They're the yeah. other team. They probably but you know, he probably would have posted. Bob, that Bob Kraft is an elite owner. I'll I'll give he him is, that. Hundred percent. But here's the thing. Is I don't even know who owns the Titans. I don't know. Doesn't I don't. matter. Um at the end of the day. It came out that he wants Beckham money. That's sixteen, seventeen million dollars. No one's paying him that. No one's paid. The teams are set. The teams are set. Nobody wanted to trade for him at $21 million. And, and now it's like, I believe people when they say like New England made a push to sign him on their terms for like an incentive laden contract that probably started at like five to 7 million. He is waiting for a team to swoop in and pay a premium for him. And I just don't think it's likely. Like I, I saw something from Diana Rossini. He's like, he's not signing anytime soon. It's like, okay. You say are they giving out are they giving out 20 million dollar contracts in July? 
to free agents? No. We'll talk to Dal- Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins need to come to Jesus moment about what's yeah. what's the reality of the situation right now. If D Hop's agent would do him justice, you would send him to Kansas City for whatever they wanted to pay him. Yeah. And at least for a year, revitalize his image on the field and have a, have a monster season and then get paid afterward. Yeah. But I, I think D Hop, it's unfortunate because I like D Hop is not living in, in reality with the rest of us. They're like, hey, DeAndre, we love the Hale Murray, but that's not the last two years. It's a suspension, right? And it's injured. Yeah. And you're an elite player when you're healthy and you play. Just, we haven't had enough of that. So, you know, pour one out, pour one out for DeAndre Hopkins because he's flying coach with you and I. <laughs> Hey, hey, D-Hop, it's Brett Veach, the uh, GM from KC. We got you a flight on Frontier. We're excited to see you. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, this is Brandon Bean out in uh, Buffalo. Can can you actually just rent a car and drive out here? Is that possible? Would he be willing to do it? Uh, we'll cover your mileage uh, up to a certain <laughs> amount, DeAndre Hopkins. It's sad. I love D-Hop. Uh, I'll tell you what else I love, though. Love our friends at Circle K. We talked about Circle K earlier. So I went and saw The Flash last night with my oldest. It was fantastic here in Maricopa. Uh, but what did I do beforehand? Went and laced our pockets with Circle K. Now, we paid for the <laughs> snacks first. We didn't steal them, but we laced them to sneak them in. Because our, our, our You Copa used your movie. eight-year-old son as a smuggling apparatus. Yeah, it's loaded him up. On. Yep. You're like the girlfriend in the Wolf of Wall Street where they just line her with, with money. With money smuggle him in there like first time he's like what are we doing can we get in trouble now he knows the drill he enjoys it we we did the reese's pieces right hey you shut your mouth (laughs) (laughs) i'm not paying those movie theater prices god damn it no uh we did the double heat bars and the reese's pieces then at the theater we got you know the the usual popcorn and yeah you know oversized uh icy but Circle K, it's my, it's my one-stop shop. Everything I need there. If I if I could do my laundry at Circle K, I would. I do everything I need to with the family, <laughs> and you can too. We're so excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. Check them out. Best beer, coffee, snack selection, premium gas at not a premium price. I'm envious. Check out PHNX personalities left and right when you're pumping your gas. That makes me feel great. Iced coffee, $1.89, 12 packs of beer, $9.99. And again, the coup de grace, something I dabbled with. Yesterday, I'm going to go do it after the show's over because I'm an SMS subscriber. What does that mean? I'm part of an exclusive club. You can join. Text PHNX to 31310. 31310. PHNX, buy one, get one free. 32-ounce Polar Pops. Let's go. It's hot AF. It's supposed to be 107 here in the Valley on Sunday. Double up, hydrate with your Polar Pops. Head to circlek.com slash store locator. That's circlek.com slash store dash locator to find the Circle K nearest to you. Let me tell you about the deal of the season. I'm, of course, talking about our ShadyRays.com PHNX partnership deal. It's exclusive to viewers, listeners like you. Go to their website, ShadyRays.com, and find out what 250,000 people are rating five stars. Uh, And it's Shady Rays, the premium polarized shades that uh, are unbelievable, undeniable when you look at their quality versus any of the big brand, uh, you know, boutique sunglasses that we all grew up loving that, that you know, it's, let's call it like Folkley or, or Bayran or whatever. Uh, you, you've got all those big name, bigger name sunglasses, but they're not as quality as these and certainly not as affordable as Shady Rays. And we're saving you some coin even more so when you go to ShadyRays.com and use the code PHNX. You can save up to 50% off two or more pairs of sunglasses 
Polarized sunglasses, saving your eyes even more so with those polarized sunglasses. I love mine. I got a pair for my son. I got a pair for my wife. Save big while doing so. You should do for yourself as well. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code PHNX. Get 50% off two or more pairs of sunglasses from Shady Rays. Rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Uh, what does it mean to you, Bo, to be a distraction? Because you know, I think a distraction, and I think yeah. producer Shane, when he hops on, huge <laughs> distraction, right? When producer Emma is making fun of my beer chugging skills as I'm yeah. trying to articulate a point, that's a distraction. It's but true, but it's a, yeah, it can be a bit distracting. I'm a professional, and so is <laughs> Kyler Murray, yet he's being labeled a distraction, Bo Brock. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Bleacher Report continues to slander the uh, quarterback while he's down. He's rehabbing from knee surgery. This is from Bleacher Report. They had eight biggest distractions going into the NFL season. Oh, fun. Yeah, and it, Kyler Murray made the cut. Uh, there was right there at number eight, top of the article, with Murray's uncertain status set to loom over this club for seeable future. It appears another rough year is ahead for fans out in the desert per the BR Bleacher Report. Um, uh, just hard-hitting journalism there. I, I really, this is a stretch. This is one of the bigger stretches of the offseason. I mean, is it something that you'll follow along with that you're going to want to keep tabs on, Kyler Murray's status? Absolutely. But as far as distracting the Cardinals players, coaches, front office, and their fan base, no, not as not not at all. This is one of the least distracting things possible. I'm shocked, like, Eight's not that many. Like I could rip off eight way more, like eight more distracting storylines in the NFL uh, ahead of Kyler Murray and his his knee re- re- rehab. How about all these coaches that are poised to get fired if they don't win? Arthur Smith and Josh yeah. Daniels. How do, how about Aaron Rodgers if he doesn't win in, with the Jets? Exactly. I mean, like how about Josh Allen? He's got to win the big one in, in Buffalo. The Cardinals have. It's it's hard to be a distraction when you have zero expectations. Okay, like. Distractions come in the form of we expect this from you, and if you don't take care of business, here's why. We're going to point this out. The Cardinals, with our friends at BetMGM, God love them, uh, are underdogs in all 17 games. So how on earth could Kyler Murray be a distraction to that? Also, he's present in everything. He's not holding out, right? He's available. You can talk to him. And, like, the doctors are – they're not making this up. They're not falsifying it. He's not holding out for a contract. Kyler Murray has been paid. He is going to get his guaranteed money whether he plays or not. He wants to play. He is not purposely trying to sit out. It is up to Monty Ford, Jonathan Gannon, and the Cardinals medical staff to determine when he's ready to play. That's yeah. not a distraction. It's out of Kyler's control. It is. You got Josh Allen, who just broke up with his longtime girlfriend. Now he's dating a, a Hollywood actress. Is, Haley that, Steinfeld. Yeah. That's more distracting than Kyler Murray coming off of his, his knee surgery. Like right? one, you can dock Kyler Murray for a lot. He, maybe he's aloof, right? He's an introvert. I've said this since day one. Go look at the receipts. He has never been a distraction in the form of off the field. It's never been Kyler, you know, like pulling the John Morant or being out in clubs or not respecting, you know, his coaching staff, not, you know, being a professional off the field and getting in trouble with the law. I mean, his buddy Hollywood Brown got arrested last year. I mean, it's just that's never been Kyler Murray. Would have been the knocks on K1. It's like, well, he likes video games and he's, he keeps to himself. Yeah, That's not a distraction. That's just, hey, he's, he's a kid. He was young. He was in his early 20s. I, just, I would much rather have somebody who's like that than somebody who's a true 
distraction off the field. Hot, not how uh, Antonio Brown's a distraction, not Kyler Murray. Right. I mean, if anything, Kyler Murray's rehab and the the longer he's out, like the more we've heard, like as he's at the facility and Jose's pointing this out, he's at the facility all the time. And that's correct. Right. As he rehabs it from, you know, first one in, according to James Conner, last one out, according to JC, uh, you know, to DJ Humphreys, he's saying that he he's gotten to know and, and learn about a different side of Kyler Murray as they're in the facility, in the weight room, working rehabbing them, their, their respective injuries. I mean, if anything, it's endearing himself more to his team and it's less of a distraction. I I think, you know, he it's, he's, he's becoming more and more of of the Cardinals family getting to know his coaching staff. It's not a distraction to chalk this up as a distraction. Like it's a, it's a brutal, you know, take on, on this Cardinals organization. I mean, like, listen guys, the Cardinals can't move off of Kyler Murray today or tomorrow but like they're going to have a decision to make next spring. They want to keep Kyler Murray as their quarterback. Jonathan Gannon, people I trust, he's adamant. Like they, he does not envision a scenario where Kyler Murray is not his quarterback in 2024. They just cut DeAndre Hopkins. Why did they cut DeAndre Hopkins? Because they thought he would be a distraction. Sure. But nobody wants to talk about that. They told DeAndre Hopkins, $21 million, go away. They're not, they're not telling that to Kyler Murray in part because they can't right now with his deal. They need Kyler Murray. They know that. Jonathan Gannon moved his family from Philadelphia, right? He had offers. He moved his family to Philadelphia or from Philadelphia. He got a five-year contract. Like, he does not want to burn multiple years hoping and praying that they find another quarterback because he inexplicably moves off Kyler Murray too soon. The Caleb Williams thing is an outlier scenario, very specific circumstantial scenario. Everything else leads back to one thing, and that's number one. That's quarterback number one in Kyler Murray. So, right. I I, I also think we should be bullish, at least I am, Bo, on seeing Kyler Murray, with all due respect, with a professional coaching staff, an upgrade tenfold. I like Cl- Cliff Kingsbury, the human being. He was always nice to me. Vance Joseph, say what you want. The coaching staff for the Arizona Cardinals during Kyler Murray's tenure, I'm just going to call it, it's just below average, especially the minutia of the NFL game, adjustments at halftime, adjustments, and we saw it with Cliff over the second half of the season to set your quarterback up for success. I think Kyler Murray wants to be challenged. I think he will. I've already heard rumblings, Bo. Gannon challenges these guys yeah. already. This they, They've had a stark reminder of, oh, yeah, guys who came from high-profile collegiate programs or other teams like, oh, yeah, this is what it's like to be coached by grown professional men in this, in this realm, grown professional people that know what they're doing. And I think Kyler Murray is going to thrive in that environment. I really yeah. Do. The uh, the chat continues to crush it. Classy, nasty. You and me both. The Wing King is my role model as well, no doubt about it. The Wing King of Maricopa, Johnny Venerable, Fishbowl Flash, Diggs is a bigger distraction in Buffalo, no doubt about it. No doubt. Uh, so look, it, I completely agree with it. And talking about you know, Gannon even told us he was like, I'm you know, he he seems you know confident content with what they were able to accomplish and on, on the go here on the fly as he took over in mid-February, Monty Ossifort mid-January, and they were able to cram in an offseason uh, and get this team up to speed. But what JG told me, he's like, we're taking it up a notch. We're going to take it up a notch. Once training cam hits, uh, it, it's like the honeymoon phase is over 
for this organization and its new head coach because then expectations starts to set in and it's like okay it's no more long it's, it's not like install and nice to meet you and like where'd you go to school and can't wait to get you on the grass it's like now I expect you to know this playbook I, I expect you to know your role and, and that's good. I, and look, I mean, as, as silly as it is, I mean, there's the video that the team released at AZ Cardinals of this team, you know, putting together this care package, hygiene kits for families that are victimized by domestic violence, which it's great, right, that the team is doing that. Yeah. But in that, they created a, a competition. It's insane. Like Jonathan Gannon pitted the offense versus the defense to pack these hygiene kits. Like competition is everywhere. Like mm-hmm. he's 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 getting this team – to where they're going to compete in every single thing. The shadow boxing between Hollywood Brown and Greg Dortch. Like this team is competing even in their downtime. You love to see yeah. it. You do. And Absolutely, Jose. That, buckle up. Yeah. Buckle up. It's something that's been missing. I mean, the, the, the Cardinals under Cliff Kingsbury, I hesitate to use the word soft, but the, the mentality of them across the NFL was it was a soft team and a soft program. And when you punch the Cardinals, especially late in the year, they folded like a cheap suit. And now it's like they, they're trying to rebuild. Talk about a little my bit suit of dig- like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're trying to rebuild a little bit of dignity. Um, but I, I'll tell you who's got all the dignity in the world is our friends at More Furniture. And by the way, I might be using More Furniture sooner rather than later, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean, check out morefurniture.com. Premier Furniture at a premier savings price. It's got what you want to buy for your home. That white glove delivery, folks, you cannot beat it. I can't tell you how many times I've ordered off of trendy websites, websites I use all the time. I try a piece of furniture. It comes, it's broken. It's not put together, right? It's the wrong model. It's got a big debt in the box. Not with more furniture's white glove delivery. We've got all of our PHNX studio office uh, furniture upgraded and ready to go with more furniture, and it is elite. We park our butts there for watch-alongs, studio shows, and you cannot beat it. Do yourself a favor. Check out morefurniture.com and save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head to their website. Man, times have changed and for the better, right? Because this Father's Day, one of the most perfect gifts you can get your old man is some OG. Get some of those great gummies that he's going to fall in love with if he hasn't already done already father's day coming up you only got a few short days between now and then why not go shop at your local dispensary for some ogs it's the perfect gift they've got so many great gummies uh on display every great gummy begins with a burst of flavor check them out they're soft they're bouncy they're delicious cannabis gummies and they're created and they're cooked up right here in this great state arizona and they're in your local dispensaries and all their products are fantastic from their sleep time gummy which will help put you to sleeping keep you asleep to their fruits they're uh they got the fruits the creams they've got the mixed bags they've got the pink lemonade which drops next week Set your calendars for June 21st because it's going down. June 21st, Pink Lemonade will be available to you uh, from OG's, their newest flavor, to join all their great flavors like watermelon, peach, blackberries and cream, orange cream sickles, peaches and cream. You got the strawberries and cream. Can't go wrong. It's never been easier uh, to cross off that Father's Day shopping list than to go to your local dispensary and buy some OG's. Uh, check everything out at ogsbrands.com and of course at ogsbrands on your socials. Uh, you can find their products local dispensary. Got to be 21 years or older. 
missed a question earlier. Uh, Johnny, what is your review of the Flash? Quick review, 1 to 10. I'm going to give it an 8.5. That was wow. great. Great. CGI is a little dicey, like people have said. Still great movie to go see with your kids over, over Father's Day weekend. Awesome stuff. Is it? Yeah. The Flash had Long. daddy problems, didn't he? He does. He's got daddy problems in this movie. And then, you know, Michael. The daddy Keaton issues. Back <laughs> Batman. He's got dad. Everybody in this movie could use a daddy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and <laughs> you're in the DC universe. You're, you've got daddy issues. Yeah. You for Except sure. Except for got Superman. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, I think he's everybody's daddy. Um, so <laughs> we're, we're excited about about the prospect of uh, hanging out with everybody this fall at BetMGM Sportsbook. But I had a couple of people reach out to me uh, recently, and I, I want to confirm to everybody who didn't know this, we're going to be there every Sunday, not just for home games. Uh, we're going to be there hanging out. You can get appetizers, drink specials, whatever you want. We're going to do pre-game shows, halftime shows, post-game shows. We're hoping to bring back some of our, our uh, buddies of the program to be able to help us cover this team on Sunday, but we will be there every single Sunday. So if you're on the fence, if you're thinking to yourself, I don't know if I want to go and buy season tickets, well, here's what you ought to do. You ought to go to gophnx.com. You can become a diehard, right? And then you can sport a little bit of gear uh, ahead of Father's Day, by the way, right. and become uh, a PHNX diehard and come hang with Bo and I every single Sunday. And speaking of Father's Day, we've got the Father's Day sale Still going on. It's not going to get to you by Father's Day. Take a screen capture. Send it to your old man. He'd love that. Buy one, get one half off. All shirts and hats. June 8th to the 18th. So you just got a couple more days up until Father's Day. Take advantage. Again, my preferences, load up on cards, gear, but there's too much good stuff out of here. We just rolled out a couple new D-back shirts, sun shirts. You cannot beat them. We got a couple things, Bo Brock, for the locker in the hopper that we're excited to debut later this summer. But regardless, check it out. Go phnx.com. Yeah, tons of exciting things going on here as far as PHNX Sports. And, of course, this podcast one specifically uh, in the works. Can't wait to unveil what th that's about. But PHNX Father's Day sale continues. Get in on it because it's uh, buy one, get half off all shirts and hats right now. Uh, and becoming a diehard, I mean, you, you can you can do it when training camp comes along. And, and I'm putting, dropping, you know, insight you're only going to get in the Discord that you only have yeah. access through for diehards. But why wait? We're talking Cardinals football just like we do in the chat uh, for about an hour. We're, in, we're live on the show. But that chat continues in the Cardinals, PHNX Cardinals Discord. And it's well worth the price of admission there. Plus the articles from Howard Balzer. He's got a great article about Isaiah Simmons up right now. Yep. Uh, check that one out. Uh, and I, I'm going to put one out as far as just forecasting, you know, the Cardinals depth chart. Uh, I'll drop that about next week. Wow. 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 Be on the lookout for that. Also subscribe to this podcast, right? We're going to be dropping exclusive audio only podcasts as we approach training camp. Keep it locked in. Subscribe to PHNX sports on YouTube. We're quickly approaching 14,000 followers. We need you all to help us get there in the meantime, like this show Send it around the YouTube algorithm. Bo Brock, Johnny Venerable, wishing you a happy Father's Day. You're on a football Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care.